0: Welcome to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship with your host, Claudia Pauls. So welcome to the show. I'm Dan. I'm guest hosting for Claudia. Uh, And joining me on this spotlight from DASIS is Regina Dittmer, who is a a specialist of ours who spends time in the courthouse, right, Regina? Yes. And you you help people coming in that are looking for a personal protection order or a PPO. Yes. Is that what you do? Yes. (laughs) So... uh, so Regina, welcome to the show. Thank you. How long have you been with uh, DASIS?
1: Um, just a little over three years.
0: And you're actually an employee. This is not a volunteer position, right?
1: No, that's correct. I am an employee.
0: So how did you get to this job?
1: Well, um, my sister kept telling me that she thought that this would be a great job for me, that she thought I... I would really enjoy Um, and for a couple years probably three or more years I kept saying no I just yeah (laughs) no I don't know if I want to get into something like that but I was unemployed and I had decided I was looking for more of a career not necessarily a job for money but um, something that was more for fulfilling Mm. in my life you know Mm -hmm. um i had done just about every job out there customer service i've done factory work i've worked at clerical work i just anything and everything um and my passion was always like i always wanted to talk to the people Mm -hmm. you know so Mm -hmm. i thought well i guess i'll there was an opening and i thought well i guess i'll try it so if you think back on
0: and the the times so your sister is is Rose who's our executive director so there's yeah. a connection <laughs> so when Rose was telling you that and you were saying no I just don't what was stopping you back then
1: I don't I don't know really well I- A lot of the openings that were coming open was for shelter staff. I have four children, and it was like nights, evenings. I would be in the shelter, you know. uh, Three Rivers is quite a drive from my house. And so that was pretty much what was stopping me. She just thought that I would be good with the survivors. Mm -hmm. And um, in crisis situations, I'm not one of those people that, like, you know, freaks out she thought that you know I would be whatever and um so I guess that was the hours mm-hmm.
0: so it really wasn't the job that concerned you it was I mean it wasn't like the organization or working with survivors it was just right. kind of finding right. the right fit for you yeah so you found the right fit I believe
1: so you love what you do hey I, I do yeah. I do stressful on certain days it's hard not to take some stuff home with you but mm-hmm. you know
0: what's the what's the stuff that you, that <clears throat> you have to not take home with you what, what is um, it that is so difficult?
1: The stuff that's difficult for me is the uh, the stuff that in- involves children, mm-hmm. I think. The women, it's mostly women that just seem so completely brainwashed that they're just, you know, like they just, this isn't an issue. This isn't a problem, you know, just like our our podcast, you know. I'm not in a domestic violence situation. I this isn't, you know, that's not me. That's not my situation. They don't believe that anything, you know, like that is happening to them. We even had a a, a lady come in to the prosecutor's office, which is where my office is in mm-hmm. the courthouse and um she said, "I'm not a victim. I'm not dead." Mm. So, um and that's heartbreaking you know that she she doesn't believe that she's a victim because she's still alive and you know she definitely is a victim of domestic violence and she's being uh, um assaulted daily weekly whatever and um yeah
0: so she probably like a lot of other people figure this is just how life is yeah. i'm i'm not dead she said that's man what a what a barometer mm-hmm. to measure victimization that's not right. what we do no like, no anybody can yeah mm-hmm.
1: No, but I, you know, to try and nicely put, but you could be soon. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not... that, I mean,
0: that's the danger. Yeah. Right? These yeah. these relationships that seem a little bit off, mm-hmm. way too often turn deadly or mm-hmm. close to it. And that's just too scary. Yeah. What do you tell someone when they say that? When they say, I, I'm not a victim.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How do you talk to them? What do you say to them?
1: You know, it, it's you ask that I I don't think about it when I'm with a a victim or I don't I just just whatever comes out I guess it's just kind of it depends on the situation it depends on the person I mean you can kind of read what they would accept from you and what they wouldn't you try not to be I mean you try not to be too overbearing I mean you don't want to disagree with them You know, I wouldn't want to be like, oh, you for sure are a victim. You know, I'm not going to be like that. But Mm -hmm. um, to try and make them understand that they are in a in a serious situation where they don't believe that it's as serious as it is. All you can do is plant seeds, really, and let them know that you're there.
0: So plant seeds. That's really good. I like that because you can't just fix it. Right. Mm But when you do sit down with them and they come to you... Now, I know we have a lot of resources at DASIS. Mm -hmm. Do you have specific things that you use with them?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, We have our handbook. It has a lot of um, useful information in there. Power and control wheel is, like, number one thing Mm -hmm. that I give people. Uh, Safety planning guide. Um, I go over that with them, Um, how to stay safe in their home, You know at the store on the road with their children with or without a ppo and then i you know there's referrals i refer them to of course back to dasis which i you know i work for dasis but um i refer them you know for advocacy therapy anything that they you know would feel that they would want or need um cmh cps um you know anything like that power and control wheel Um, definition of abuse those really sometimes shock people Mm -hmm. especially when they're in denial because they'll be like wow I didn't even know that these things were abuse like Mm -hmm. oh I've been yeah he's been doing this for for years you know financial abuse um, Mm -hmm. holding your children you know against you or um, you know a lot of women are not allowed to have jobs they don't have license they don't have cars and these are all barriers and people think you know domestic violence is just being punched and thrown around and why don't they just leave well there's a lot of reasons that they don't leave a lot there's children there's like i said you know they don't have license they don't have jobs they would have never had jobs some of them have been with the same guy that's been abusive to them since they were teenagers mm-hmm. they've kept them pregnant or um You know at home for years and they just they're lost as to where to go or what to do and what resources are out there so um if they get word that they can get some help and they do end up you know finding their way to me then i offer them whatever referrals and resources that i can
0: yeah let's try something here what fire what gets you fired up what do you go home and just like need to vent about?
1: (laughs) Honestly, um, probably the laws against domestic violence. I think it's absurd that um, you can get in more trouble for stealing a newspaper out of a newspaper box or the same amount, excuse me, the same amount of trouble as you can for beating up your wife. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't understand how the state figures that punching somebody in the face or assaulting them in any manner is not a serious crime Mm -hmm. you know they had to make us a special um what's the word i'm thinking of for strangulation is is a charge of its own Oh, okay and i just think that's just crazy you know like And they can get away with it, you know, several times, you know, second, third time that they, they get caught, um, go to jail, they plea it down to first, you know, so then it looks like they've never done it before. And, and really, they've done it several times, not to mention the times that have never been turned in, you know, so, and then they go, you know, they move to a different county. So then their slate is clean, and they start over. And they know what they're doing most of the time. And it's sad to me also, um, the reasoning behind it uh, is just that somewhere this person has trauma that they can't deal with, and so they just project that trauma onto another person that they supposedly love.
0: And certainly many abusers have trauma, Mm -hmm. and they need that help. That That is no reason no to be an abuser
1: mm-hmm. no
0: I mean it's something that needs to be dealt with but that's not that doesn't give you a free pass to abuse someone
1: right right yeah yeah
0: tell me a story that that you're that you're proud of that you can you know because so often you said it breaks your heart when kids are, are involved and they're being abused or they're in trouble or whatever have you had success stories where you're like man I was a part of that
1: you know honestly um I don't hear back uh, a lot from that type of thing. Um, Unfortunately, I have, being a mandated reporter, had to report things to CPS. Um, I've, you know, I've been notified that CPS is working on a case or what have you, but not really much that's been done about it. Um, Trying to think. I know that there's been cases out there where you know the oh there was there was a young lady um who did um she did go back she got the personal protection order and then she wanted it dropped um and she was going to go back to the her um boyfriend they weren't married but they did have five young children and um And he was abusive some more, so she left again, and she's still not with him because he, you know, she still, she has contact with him, but she kept her kids out of that situation and is, you know, moving forward. It's not the easiest thing, especially with five young children, you know, Mm and, um, but... She she finally something, you know, after talking to me and talking with some other people, CPS and some others that were involved, she finally realized this is, you know, a bad situation, not only for me, but for my children. And Mm -hmm. and she got out of that. And so, you know, and that's hard because um Part of what my job is, and I and I tell this to my clients, um, it's PPOS are not just paperwork, which a lot of people think. You know, they they hand you this packet at the courthouse and like, here you go. Um, my job, I believe, is really important because um, it's not easy. Like I I've seen so many people, um, they get into that conference room and they sit down that seat and they start filling it out and then they just stop and they break down because it's not easy and they love this person and they don't want to do this to this person but they don't want the abuse anymore and they don't know where else to turn um ppos are temporary they can be temporary you know they even if they're granted they're only granted for a year a lot can happen in a year a lot can change so i always remind them of that i always make sure they know that i'm not you know, I do understand their situation. I understand that they have feelings and I'm not like, no, I'm not a man hater. You know, it's not always women, but um, I'm not against whoever, you know.
0: Yeah. 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 But. How, how rewarding is your work?
1: Um, I would say 90% of the time it's very rewarding i mean there's some days you get really frustrated um sure you get the people that come in you know that really don't need ppos or they come in one day and the next day they're you know
0: (laughs) canceling it yeah yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) um but But, and it's
0: got to be hard i would imagine to not make a judgment call on that person yeah but in reality we don't know why they've gone back mm-hmm. like, like you said earlier there's so many reasons oh yeah, yeah. so it, that has to be difficult
1: yeah and it, it, the bottom line to me the most important thing for me and um i say this all the time to my family to my friends my co-workers is i just want them especially when people are complaining doesn't that bother you when they you know they come back and they cancel it and all that hard work and you sat with them and all your time no i'll sit with them all day long and they can cancel that ppo all day long as long as they know that i'm still going to be here when they come back mm-hmm. you know as as long as they know that if they are still in danger and when they do decide that they really have had enough and they really need some help i'm still going to be here i'm going to be the same person then and i'm not going to judge them for what they did in the past um so and and that's how i that's how i do my job that's what brings me back every day, and that's what makes me not go crazy when they <laughs> when I see them coming back, like, oh, I don't want it. And, you know, they, it's cute sometimes when they come in and they're, like, kind of scared to hide in their face, like, don't be mad at me. You know, I'm not mad at you. This is your life, not mine. I don't pretend, you know, I wouldn't want you to make decisions in my life. I'm not going to pretend to you know be mm-hmm. big enough to make decisions in yours mm-hmm. i'm just here to help you along the way and that's it how yep. are you for whatever you want to do yep.
0: and plant those seeds yeah
1: right exactly
0: that's your mic drop moment right there <laughs> that's good and it's good to know that there's a human on the other side of this like you you're a human you have a family mm-hmm. y- you have to deal with your own issues and other things and what I, and But you're not going to judge because you have that empathy. Mm -hmm. So how fortunate DASIS is to have you in that seat. Um, So thank you for doing the work you do. Thank you. Thank you for listening to I'm Not In An Abusive Relationship. If these stories resonate with you and you need help, please visit our website, D-A-S-A-S-M-I dot org. That's DASISMI dot org. Or call our hotline at 800-828-2023. We are here to walk alongside you. If you know someone who might benefit from our show, please share it. Social media, email, simply telling someone about it, all help us spread the word and help us to combat domestic and sexual violence. We also welcome financial and volunteer support. That information is on our website. Thank you to the staff, volunteers, and board of directors at Domestic and Sexual Abuse Services.